mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings on how do you have time to consume all this content <laughs> you're listening to dave spadero interviews i, I take the morning bike ride and i just oh, 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 want to hear more about that but go ahead no the schuylkill trail I, I oh, really oh, yes. wow yeah, hello everybody and welcome to birds with friends the 2020 holiday howl Day spectacular a double episode in which we've got a lot to talk about. We've got Eagles news to go over, some Pro Bowl announcements, some injuries, some stuff. But all of that tax- takes a backseat to uh, the main events on this episode. We've got Swooper Storecasting to get to. We've got uh, the preview of, of Sunday's game. We'll get all that stuff. But more importantly, we are filled with drama, filled with suspense on this episode as we await to see if Zach Berman is the only Berman that we get on this episode. Sheil, how are you? I could say for the first time in the history of this show, I'm excited for this podcast. <laughs> I know that's right. Zach, how are you doing? I'm nervous about this podcast, uh, but I, I, I do recognize we have a lot to discuss football-wise. The Eagles, uh, there's there's news to get to. Very debatable. We, we have a double yeah. episode jam-packed with football, so I don't know if we'll have much time for much else, mm. but uh, we'll see. Buckle in. This could be a three-hour extravaganza with all we've got to get to. I mean, there is there is some football stuff to talk about. Shield went through the squall twenty-two, and I'm sure he's got yeah, he, some thoughts on on some uh, <laughs> on some Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz discussions. And again, we've got the preview of uh, of Sunday's game, and maybe a couple other surprises along the way. But um, oh, well, you know, who knows what happens? And then, of course, for the uh, the live viewers on YouTube, make sure you are dropping in your swooper storecasting. Uh, suggestions for Marissa, and let us know if uh, you know how you're feeling as this episode bumps along. Uh, Zach, I guess, uh, without further ado, why don't we get going? Why don't we send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman, one of uh, six siblings? Let's hear from Zach Berman. Eagles defensive end Josh Sweat is out for a few weeks, so presumably that will mean the remainder of the season. A big blow to a player who has been developing and emerging for the Eagles. Punter Cameron Johnson remains in the concussion protocol, leaving intrigue about who will punt Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles are obviously hoping that Johnston is back for that game, but they say they have a contingency in place considering they don't have a punter on the practice squad at the moment. Could that contingency be Jake Elliott punting in a game again? The good news for the Eagles, Darius Slay has cleared the concussion protocol. He will return this week, and Jalen Rager, who exited last week's game, will also return. In other Eagles news, Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, and Fletcher Cox all named to the Pro Bowl. Say what you want about the merits of Pro Bowl voting, but this is Graham's first Pro Bowl invitation in 11 seasons. So for a player who was once considered a bust and on the verge of not even making the roster in 2014, this is, as Doug Peterson called it, the cherry on top, or or maybe it was the icing on the cake. It was one of those analogies of a career like that me. has... 
included the game-clinching sack in the Super Bowl. Also, I was one reading last off piece the of teleprompter, news. man. No. Look at this. He, he is coming just, in hot. It was just no. flipping pages right there. One, <laughs> one last. I, no, I, I pulled up my notes because I didn't want to be scrambling for the news. Mm. One last piece of news: Deshaun Jackson, the Eagles activated mm. or they started his 21-day practice window. Let's operate under the assumption that there's two <laughs> weeks left in the season. So the 21-day practice window doesn't matter so much. What matters is will he play Tw- Sunday against the Cowboys or will he play the season finale against the Washington? Nonetheless, Deshaun Jackson might be playing one more game or perhaps two more games in an Eagles uniform. In, in 21 days, Deshaun Jackson will be on a beach somewhere. Uh, I mean, he already enjoying, might be. I mean. Yeah, enjoying himself and uh, the start of his offseason. So that is definitely the best transaction that they've Well, that's the funny week. thing. When, when Doug Peterson gives these injury updates and he says, uh, well, he said it today, Josh Sweat's going to be out a few weeks. He said it like last week about Avante Maddox. It's it's like ignoring the fact that there's only a few weeks left in the season, right? So I like that. He's saying yeah. we got a he's saying we got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. So unless they're 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 counting on Super Bowl, then uh, it's unlikely we'll see those guys this year. Uh, now, Zach, you you uh, did um, neglect to mention another transaction: the Eagles adding Casey Tucker to the practice squad. Tell us about that move. Casey Tucker has been with the Eagles before. Uh, he's he's famous for well, I don't want to say famous because I don't know how famous he is, but he's he's known among people who attended Eagles practice as getting in the memorable 2019 Casey Tucker versus Sharif Miller fight, the fight for number seven mm. uh, uh, seventy six was it? They were both seventy sixes, uh, I, th- I, I believe. And I think that's right. I think Sharif Miller showed that you don't mess with he North lost- Philly. Because Sharif Miller well, won no. that fight. Casey Tucker lost the battle, but he won the war. He's the one who's got a job now. <laughs> yes, that is true. Although Sharif Miller was on the roster last year, so. Well, not But Sharif Miller, I think, gave him a concussion. In that. I, 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 I shouldn't recognize Casey Tucker for that reason. Casey Tucker, a developmental offensive lineman uh, who the Eagles <laughs> have, have, to take have, that seriously. have recognized before for his potential. We got a lot uh, to get back to. With the team yeah, right we can't be doing this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be having Casey Tucker talk right now. We got a lot to get to. I still got to write my picks and file before this yeah. afternoon. We can even finish uh, right now if we want. That. You know, no, yeah, we can just get the predictions. Mm. Lots now I, do. Of, I, I can tell you with certainty that the only thing people care about in the chat are the Berman Bros and Super Sorecasting. I mean, literally, and Marissa's mug. There's literally right. uh, some comments about your beard, Bo. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> uh, undersell that. There is some interest there. But I would say other than that, uh, you know, all, all this other stuff, the the injuries, the transactions, the uh, theoretical game that is supposed to take place on, when is it, Sunday? Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not a lot of interest in those things. Shane says, Welcome to Berms. Check. Yeah. Berms with friends, which I thought was pretty good. Mm. Uh, Christian says, uh, Defop Christian says, Marissa is very nervous about the prospect of spending the next three hours with these idiots. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I think this is, I think Marissa's been energized, quite frankly. I'm so with, excited. With, this yeah. is going to be better than Christmas morning, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if she had like a big uh, iced coffee before this or what, but as soon as I signed on, she was like going 100 miles per hour. So she's ready for this. Very uh, wh- like Zach at wh- 6 a.m. <laughs> Wenzel has the line. For Berman Bros at 1.5. Now I, I would say that's 
not including Zach, right? That is brothers. Yeah, I would say of a, so. Brothers of this Berman. Yes. So the line is at 1.5. Get your bets in. Listen, if you throw a little lettuce on this, if you make some bets for charity in there, you're allowed to do what you want. I see nothing. Uh, as my sophomore roommate said when uh, I asked him if we could have some uh, some beverages in the room, he says, I see nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> so shout out to Steven Salzer. <laughs> okay. Now, of course, to uh, to set the stage for the stakes here, for if we do indeed get an appearance by a Berman brother. Uh, this is to save Zach's super sore casting chances. It will up him to 1.5 uh, wins on the season, which will be trailing uh, 3.5 for Shield and me. And uh, the rules, again, if a Berman brother shows up, we get five minutes of Zach being silent during the questions, and then after that he can he can jump in. Does that sound about right to you, Zach? And yes, I, I wish know, I had like, the... Uh, I'm sorry, Marissa. I think if, if he gets, like, more than one brother in here, I think we should potentially have a vote if he actually, like, full-on wins week 15. Oh! Mm, I mean, that would certainly like not this. be fair Depending to on the how many brothers he gets, won. I don't know. But I, I think like Arbiter can, Marissa here. I would say I mean, that, that the person who would have tied Zach still gets his point, but, okay. but maybe Zach can get a little bit of extra points as well. All right, let us know in the chat what you think. How many brothers too, does yeah. Zach have to get on here yeah. for to get a full point? And I how just many wish I had the to... option. I just wish I had the option of staying silent for five minutes during some of those awkward uh, <laughs> post-game birds with friends episodes at three a.m. last year when Bo would ask me a question that I wasn't prepared to answer. So. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get a few more of those. <laughs> also, chime in with how many uh, Berman brothers or Berman uh, family members have to show up for Bo to not get. His half point. That that is what I'm a little bit more interested Absolutely in. Absolutely not. That First is, comment that is not says one point thing. per one point per Berman. That's what that's what Ooh. one comment says. <laughs> Two I, brothers I is an that. automatic win. Wife no for the full point. <laughs> we want I, Uncle I, Chris. All right. Well, Berman. if if that's fair, then she, then Sheila can get docked points as well. Uh, I did like how during the post game pod it was like. Two brothers equals one wife. It was like two feet equals one knee or whatever for uh, for football. So I like the uh, – there was good symmetry there, I feel. All right. What do you think? Should we uh, should we open the floodgates? If there's a floodgate to open, open mm. a floodgate. I'm, I, I'm not one who likes a floodgate closed. I'll tell you that much. Mm. I know that's right. Oh! <laughs> Let's see. Oh, let's... Is anyone going to show up? Oh! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Zach. And there's and so. there's one more in there mm. that uh, he, he's, he doesn't have his video on right now. Oh, okay. uh, my bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh. Three Bermans. Oh, three Bermans. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, wow, the over hits. <laughs> All right, Unbelievable. Let's... Let's get to it. Uh, gentlemen, okay. um, quickly uh, introduce yourselves and uh, what where you come in the order. You want to start? I'm, uh, I'm Matt, and I'm, I'm number two, the one right above Zach. I'm, uh, I'm Alex. I'm number four, right in between uh, Matt and uh, me and Matt and Zach. Okay. And I'm, uh, I'm Nick. I'm the second youngest. I'm, uh, I'm two below Zach. Okay. Now, We're like tell the Gronkowskis, but the exact opposite. <laughs> uh, explain to us, take us through what uh, what the last, I don't know, 72 hours have been like of uh, this coming together. What 
How did Zach reach out this to you? This is the most nervous I've seen him. <laughs> I got a text from like multiple friends starting on Friday of last week or Saturday being like, which brother's going on? And then I had to do my homework and dig back in to see what I missed. And then by Monday, it was like, <laughs> I was getting all the pressure was the floodgates were open. It was like, you better get on. Zach was acting like he was trying to land the big three in Miami. I was like, Phil, let us know where and where. <laughs> I mean, Zach's always wanted to be a GM. That's pretty good. Like now, uh, how how familiar are you guys with uh, with the show? I guess we'll, we'll start with you, Alex. Uh, I'm pretty frequent. I'm a big Friday podcast guy, as opposed to the uh, post game post game. Okay. Uh, so that's good. We've got we, you've got us covered. For, I like uh, the, uh, the Eagles macro takes more than the uh, game takes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I would agree uh, with that. Me too. Sheila, you have, you have any questions? We, we, we've got uh, a few minutes of silence still. Yeah. I, I, well, my big question is, you know, you mentioned how, how nervous Zach was. And I think even my friends were texting me on Monday saying, man, Zach is really nervous about having his family on. And from what I know about Zach's background, I mean, this is like as sort of a clean a background as really any acquaintance <laughs> I have. So is there like like what's the most trouble Zach's ever gotten in? Do you have any explanation about what skeleton? You know, you don't have to unveil the skeletons, but is there any reason why he should have been been so nervous? No, about I this? mean, like that's the thing with Zach. I get texts from people who kind of know Zach but don't know him well and know me, and they're like, "Is this just his podcast persona, or is he always this serious?" And we're like, "No, he's really." <laughs> This is how serious he is. Uh, so there is no dirt to uh, to unveil on him. It's it's a pretty pretty clean track record. That's what I thought. Yeah. Jack left the party once. Ten years. There's there's nothing. It's he acts like he's on the pod all the time. <laughs> Yeah, Zach was uh, in high school saying nothing good happens after midnight. So he's he's got he's got a he's got a good slate. Guys, the standard is the standard. We got to get out of here. Hold uh, on, there was there was there was a, a start there about uh, something about a party in ten years that I don't oh no I'll say that was his quote that he would leave. Oh, that was okay. yeah. nothing 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 good came after midnight. So I did I, I did do a little bit of uh, of background for uh, questions that I should ask, and I was told that I should ask you guys uh, to explain or describe the exploits of young point guard Zach Berman. <laughs> I mean, he modeled his game after, like, Mark Jackson on the Pacers. That was that was, his, uh, that was I was mismatched at every level of my basketball career, but I never was tortured as much as playing Zach. He's the dirtiest player in the <laughs> like, and dom- Yeah, the dominant Sioux style. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I do have to say, last last night when uh, I think one of us tweeted that the, the, we, we might get some Berman Brothers, for the first time, we have never, uh, with all the Zach podcasts, never gotten a like from his alma mater at Germantown Academy. But then the Berman Brothers come up all of a sudden, and, they, and they're liking it. So I think you guys have left a, 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 a splashier impression on them than even Zach How did. How did we ask most of the teachers? <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, now uh, Zach, go ahead, go ahead. Chill. Well, I was going to say Zach has given us stories of you know when he's had to leave a date or something for work. We all know he takes work very, very, very seriously. You know the most minor transaction, which is a credit to him. Do you guys have any stories of him like having to ditch a family event or saying he couldn't hang out or something for for some type of uh, news or anything else he had to cover? Uh, 
I think we all planned our weddings around Zach's uh, around <laughs> Eagle season. Red, when, we right. when we were getting married, like he was, you know, the, he had to know the entire schedule before he could commit to, uh, to what he was attending. <laughs> I like breaking well, really minute transactions to Zach because the level of reaction that he that it takes from him it goes from zero to a hundred. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm glad you brought up weddings. Are you guys all three married? Uh, just Matt and I, not just, Nick. Okay. Well, I do have to ask the two of you because I know uh, Zach. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, just to be fair to the rules, it's been five minutes. Five so minutes. Zach, yeah. We've got it to our yes. so Zach Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was very nice. Uh, let's, let's go on with our podcast. <laughs> uh, Matt and Alex, I do have to ask you, where did you both go on your honeymoon? <laughs> you don't have to answer that question. Yeah. Uh, I left the country. <laughs> I got okay. dra- I'll tell you, I got dragged. Uh, I mean, I'm like the least adventurous of all of them. I do nothing. I'm probably even more boring than Zach. And, and I got dragged onto a safari for seven or eight days. I didn't know what I was doing. Very nice. Where'd uh, you go? <laughs> don't get too into the details. Don't get me in trouble for okay. not remembering. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's good stuff. Zach, is that, is that okay with you? I uh, I appreciate them coming on on their busy schedules and uh, yeah I, I think this was I think this was was very nice and I hope this I need to read some for... of the comments real quick. Sure. Okay. It is a festivist miracle. This is the happiest moment of my life. I'm going to tell my kids where I was when this pod happened. I'm on the couch. These guys are about to steal the show from the Stone Cold News Man. This is unbelievable. Whoa, I'm going to explode. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners. I, I just want to make sure that I I, I mention uh, for full credit here that, that I have a great older brother, Josh, and a wonderful younger sister, Jenna. So there are there are six of us. There's mm. uh, Three of my siblings are here, but I don't want it to go unmentioned that the other two uh, are equally. And important. they'll be on next week. So <laughs> <it's in laughs> next <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's get you guys on the record. Who should be the Eagles' starting quarterback next season, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? Uh, I mean, Alex is, is, was very anti-Hurts. I had my concerns, but but I'm intrigued. I would I would move forward with him. Alex, you're a Wentz man? Yeah, I am a Wentz guy. I'm a Wentz apologist. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've been uh, I've been I've been impressed, especially last game. So if they can get rid of Wentz, I'd be on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Al. I'm kind of a once apologist as well. I'd be curious the trade package. That would be my uh, my barometer and who could coach. Well, that's definitely a part yeah. of it. Yeah. There you go. All right, Zach, do you have any questions you'd like to ask them? I I can text them on the side if I had a question. I don't need to ask it for public <laughs> consumption, right? Like, you know, I I think that, that some things are, are, are mentally private, but out of respect for their time, is there anything else you guys want to ask ask them before they go? Shield? They're on the middle of their workday, so I, I, I'm, I, I don't I'm wanna... good. Yeah, no, I think we uh, fulfilled it. I'm sure. Well, Bo, I, you go ahead. No, I just think I'll I will uh, I'll speak for uh, the listeners and the viewers and and thank you guys for your time. What a what a lovely moment. And you know, as as uh, as as we all do, the uh, all of us on the screen and the commenters, we all love Zach. So it's 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 good to uh, good to see the the, the wider circle. Open invitation. Marissa will get you that yes. Zoom link she gave you. That works for every show. If you're ever bored, just click on that bad boy and you can join us. 
and and the chat thinks that this is like an outright win, Zach. Okay. Whoa. People think people think Zach used to just win super sword casting for the season. <laughs> I know Bo would not allow that. So yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, I think your brothers really helped you out here and uh, put you back in in the standings to hopefully uh, take the crown. Yeah. The and I only want to earn it, so I I appreciate that. But I I need to win these last two weeks to earn it. So. <laughs> Marissa, Bo, right. thanks for having us. Right. Thanks, guys. guys. Yeah, guys. Thanks, Happy guys. Holidays. Take care. Appreciate Thank it. you. Wow, what a moment. That's like Miracle at the New Meadowlands, topped. <laughs> I don't know great. if we can go on. I mean, I really, I'm like, uh, my energy, my, you know, my heart was racing, the excitement <laughs> through my veins, and now it's like, what are we going to do? You want me to talk about Andy Dalton for five minutes? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, Everyone, well. if you <laughs> have a nice <laughs> Why don't Zach, you, uh, how are you feeling, Zach? That didn't go bad. No, I nothing embarrassing it. there. Yeah, I, there was there Zipper was nothing embarrassing out. Are you there. still in, or is he looking I, down? No, no, no. Oh. I'm I, I'm here. I I got a few messages on my phone. Um, am, am I frozen? It says my internet connection is unstable. Uh, no, you're good. No, 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 you're, you're good. good. You're good. Uh, yeah. So no, that I I thought that that went fine. I I, I uh, you can exhale. Um. I I think what they said uh, was probably fairly accurate. There, you know that. Uh, yeah, it is true. I'm a dirty basketball player. I'm not. They were polite. I'm not nearly as good. <laughs> I'm not nearly as good as 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 any of them. Uh, now 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 none of us are are that good, right? Like like relatively speaking. But 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 uh, I am pros, yeah. I am the the worst of the four. Although Matt did play in a game against LeBron one day. Uh, that 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 was his. Uh, that's his. Wow, point. we should have got yeah. that. Yeah, he should have gotten that in. LeBron dunked on him. Um, but uh, but uh, I uh, I I am a very dirty basketball player. So if you're looking for that's that would be like almost literal dirt, not in the true uh, a, a sense of the word. But I'm very short. So if you try to like if you and you can muscle me up, so I'll I'll hit with an elbow or. Sometimes have an errant leg uh, come out as as they drive past Ooh. me, uh, so I I am guilty of that. Uh, what what else they said was yeah I mean, it's it's probably not like the most fun thing in the world, but uh, you know I I would leave parties early sometimes, you know because when it was getting late you know and I wanted to stay out of trouble, um, and uh, I have I I do have the tendency as both of you have seen that it can be a minor transaction. But I, I feel the urgency to report on it or find something else about it. And so I'm guilty of that. And then, uh, yeah, nothing else they said was was uh, was that egregious. So I got to say, a, a good looking group of brothers. I mean, really, mm. were there like uh, were there like five sisters in uh, your hometown who were looking to lock <laughs> it all up like as you were you were growing up? I mean, what a what a family to marry into there. Well, no, I, I, I feel bad because I, I told them they would be audio only. And then uh, and then I think Matt jumped on with the video. So uh, so then the other uh, ones were already on. better. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So but no, I appreciate I'd be them demanding video on. if I looked I like appreciate that. Them coming on. No, no. My, my my sister is the best looking one in the family. The, four, the, the five brothers don't look that good. So. All right. Okay. I think Zach wants to move on. Yes. So we mentioned uh, at the top of the show that, you know, if you're looking for a last-minute gift, um, The Athletic has you covered. Uh, but I did want to also read this email that we got from uh, listener Greg, who says, I finally got around to reading Zach's book. It was my 25th book this year, Flex, 
Uh, first in the Goodreads app, it is filed under the title Philly Special, how the underdog Eagles beat the odds to win Philadelphia's first Super Bowl rather than its actual title. We should get that fixed. I was very impressed with the book and truly enjoyed reliving what was a magical season. His descriptions of each game took me back to great memories of watching with friends. Remember when that was a normal thing? Uh, whether it was running around like an idiot after Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal, singing The Day the Season Died to the tune of American Pie after Carson got injured, or jumping into the arms of my close buddies after the clock hit zero in the Super Bowl. It might be too late for everyone to get the book in time for the holidays, but I can't recommend it enough. If you want to take a few hours to revisit a happier time when we didn't have to wear masks everywhere, how we knew which buttons to push, Doug was truly fearless, and there was the dream of Super Bowl trips becoming quote-unquote, the new norm. Go back and read this. In all seriousness, was a fun trip down memory lane. ZB, I hope I can still take you up on the offer to meet up and get my book signed when COVID passes and we can do it safely. It would be an honor. That means so much to me, honestly, because I, I poured a lot into that book. So I really, truly appreciate that. And absolutely, anytime, uh, if if you're in Philly, I'll sign it. And if you're in a place where the Eagles have a road game, assuming we're at road games in the future, uh, track me down and I'm happy to sign it. And where can our uh, valued listeners find that? I, well, they, they, they tell you when the book comes out to say anywhere books are sold. But if I'm being completely realistic now, I imagine it's no longer on the shelves of a lot of bookstores. You know, it's, it's, it's like a three-year-old book now. Uh, so, or a two-year-old book, rather. So uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, anywhere on, on the internet where you buy books, uh, you, can, you, you can probably find it. And, of course, you would get to double dip on Amazon because it would also boost your stock price. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think a, uh, a book sale of underdogs is, is doing, much to this, doing much to the stock. But Listen, every little hey. bit helps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's, let's uh, have our little discussion of actual um, Eagles news mm-hmm. and uh, stuff because it is, you know, it is a, a tumultuous time, I guess. Uh, Sheil, you presumably watched a little bit. We saw you, you know, tweeting some some clips of the All Twenty Two, and you listened to the post game pod. I'd love to hear uh, where you stand on the current uh, jockeying between Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz. Well, the, my biggest takeaway from the post game pod was you saying that you made cookies, giving them out to your friends. Zach, did you enjoy any of these cookies? <laughs> uh, actually, my We've got my a second batch coming. Don't worry. My wife had the same reaction. My my, my, my wife was like, "Oh, I mean, yeah, unbelievable!" We yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I believe me. We've got the we've got a whole plan. We've got a whole plan. Don't you worry about it. Uh, so I I feel like you probably signed off the pod and you were thinking, oh, you know, maybe I should because you did say, you know, you said, well, my friends in the city and some of them didn't answer. So we gave them to strangers. I'm going, Zach, we know, one thing I know about Zach is the guy loves cookies. <laughs> he true. lives in the city. He's your friend. We've got that, it's, this that is was a my two prong. This is a two pronged attack. Don't I'm worry sure. about it. That's, that's OK. Well, that's OK. That's it's good nice. to be a good neighbor, especially Listen, this time I just here. had to. I just had to give you my big takeaway from the pod. <laughs> I mean, really, that was it. Uh, all right. Uh, so I guess the big Jalen Hurts discussion. My thing is, like, if, if you're a, a fan of this team and you're excited about Jalen Hurts and you love what you've seen and you don't want anyone to, like, rain on your parade or tell you to keep expectations in check, 
Like, go for it. I don't want to be that guy. Like, this has been a terrible season. It's been a boring three seasons. He's come in. He's given you some juice. I think he's been really fun to watch. That was probably the most entertaining game of the season. You know, you feel like you have a chance on every possession, uh, at least the last couple of weeks. And so I think that's great. And I guess that would be more kind of towards the bow side of, you know, you've seen everything you needed to see. It's time to move on. Give the guy a chance. If I'm looking at it like objectively as sort of, you know, if I were in, I guess, Howie Roseman's shoes or something, I would lean more towards the Z-Berm side of it. You know, like like I thought you brought up Drew Locke and that was a great comparison. I mean, I killed the Broncos the entire offseason for their terrible plan to just hand the keys over to Drew Locke based on a five-game sample at the end of last year. Now, having said that, they did that with no other kind of plan in place. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could potentially be a little bit different here. But, uh, you know, the, the great Dan McQuaid had a piece that he wrote equating this to, to Bobby Hoying. And, like, I was in the stands for those Bobby Hoying games, and I was excited. And I thought, this guy's amazing. He's thrown for, like, 300, 400 yards. This is fantastic. Even when Kevin Cobb first started, right, it was like, wow, this guy's, you know – I'm sure you could find stories about how many yards mm-hmm. he threw for and all those different types of things. And so I'm very... Or you very, could just read my tweets, but, you know, I, we don't I, get into I, that. I'm very... Incur- yeah, no, I mean... I, or I my told story, you, you know, I don't like the day understand. after. It's all in there. I, I don't... Okay, first of all, I read your day after story. I'm sorry I didn't memorize every <laughs> single one. You're such a little... Yeah. You know, the person who has championed your work more than oh, anybody please. in the... Oh, please. Oh, I haven't. You, who has more? No, I'm just saying you okay. you just complained you didn't get cookies, and now I'm saying you know you're gassing up Dan McQuaid, but you're bringing up cookies. points that were in the, the day after. That's, uh, that's he all. had. Did you have a Bobby Hoying press clipping in there? No, <laughs> no. you didn't. All right. So next it was time good. You, you can follow it was a good Dan. Piece. Jeez, sorry, Dan. Tried to give you a shout out. You know, give the defector a little bit of just uh, spread of love the love. There. It's but, the holiday but Bo, season. Bo has already uh, heard about it as usual. So. You look at those things, and I wouldn't want to jump the gun after two games and say that this is definitely going to be the guy. I mean, And you don't really need to do that. I mean, the next two games could be a complete disaster. He could fumble six times on Sunday. He could throw four intercepts. I mean, there could be all sorts of things that happen. So obviously you're going to have to make, take some kind of leap of faith in the offseason when you make this decision. But I would say to just kind of – end it here and say, I need to see no more. Uh, I would probably not be willing to go that far. Yeah. I don't think, um, I think that, I think that's fair. Um, I don't think my, my point was that like, I don't need to see anymore. I just think that we like, they have already progressed far enough along this line that I really don't think there's going back, Uh, you know, barring he gets hurt in these next two games seriously or, you know, it's it's it would be unlikely, but yeah, if he goes out and throws like eight interceptions in these two games, then then you got to think about it again. But um, I don't know. I just why well, I, I, I think I think I think the Rubicon has been crossed. I sent a message to is that, uh, is that right? Crossing the uh, Rubicon. Rubicon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ru- Rubik's cube. Is, this, <laughs> no. is that different? Yeah, no, I think no. that's Ruben uh, stuttered. Yeah, it's crossing the Rubicon. So yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I sent a text to Shio and Bo yesterday. I'm sorry, Marissa. I, I, I should just put this in the birds with, with friends. Uh, She does not want this. Trust me. Believe me. This is the last thing she needs. But, but I was, I was, I was doing some thinking and, and I just wondered who would have more trade value after, after the season, Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz. And the reason I ask it is because 
I do think there's validity to the argument that it'll be really hard to bring both of them back. Zach, break it up for you guys, too. I was wondering. Yeah, no, I didn't okay. want to say anything. Yeah, no, All right, yeah, give me one second here. I'm, I'm just going I'm, I'm yeah. to hop off and on. Do a little reset we or can, something. Yeah. We, can, we, can, we can take this discussion. We know what you're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, because I – yeah, so okay. what he was saying was who has more. All right, more is, this, is this better? Is yeah, this is better, better, yes. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah so, uh, so because I, I, I think there's validity to – uh, to this opinion that it'll be hard to bring both of them back. And I, I think the locker room component of it is overstated, but there is, there's always going to be that Hurts versus Wentz element. Like, if, if you say we're committing to Carson, right, we, we're trying to fix Carson, there's always going to be that shadow of Hurts. And if Hurts is here, then if, if Hurts is your starter, then there's there's always going to be that, well, you know, there's the the $128 million franchise quarterback is is what the backup and a competition just just could be really messy. So maybe you choose one. And I I know it seems kind of unheard of the trade hurts after one year and on a, on a cheap deal when you don't know about Carson, but if you can get if you, if you can get value for him and you're committing to Carson, that that could be one path to at least explore. Oh, I, I have no scenario where I am just committing to Carson Wentz okay. next year. I mean, and, and to be clear, if you're asking me the most likely outcome right now, I think Carson Wentz is gone mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts is here next year. I, again, we'll see what happens in two games and what they do with coaching. But I, I do think now at this point in time that that's the most likely outcome. I mean, going into next year just because you've committed to Wentz financially and saying we're going to do everything. To, I mean, I think that is just a – a disaster. I mean, I, I don't know how you can possibly do that when you've replaced him and literally not changed a single other thing and the offense looks this much better. That, to me, would be a huge mistake. So I, I think they're going to really try to trade him. Again, we'll see what the market's like. A lot depends on what these teams do at the end of the year. I mean, if Phillip Rivers plays terribly and they go out in the first round, if they, if they choke in these last two games and don't make the playoffs and he looks bad, well, all of a sudden that's looking a lot more likely. Um, and, there, and there could be situations with other teams being interested as well. So I do think that that is still the most likely outcome. Uh, I think trading Jalen Hurts would be nuts at this point. I mean, a lot of what you want to see with a guy you pick in the second round is like that he's not going to be a complete disaster you know because there are a lot of guys who just second round quarterbacks and they never do anything and they can't even play and so far it doesn't look like that's the case with Hertz. and there's upside you know so far he's performed probably as like a, a top 15 to 20 quarterback I would say through two games and those are his first two starts ever under less than ideal circumstances and so I, I would say there's a little bit of upside there and if you're getting a guy uh, on his rookie contract, then, you know, obviously every player has a price, but I would not be looking to trade Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I don't I don't think they can trade Jalen Hurts, and I don't think they can just say from the start, you know, we're committing to Carson Wentz and keeping both of them. I think the only path for Carson staying is, is a quarterback competition, and as for all the reasons we've talked about, that's messy, and then you're also potentially losing um, Wentz's value, and then there's also the question of whether Wentz would even want to do that, and you know, as the um, you know behind the scenes agitations come for him to be traded, I think the one thing we should mention in terms of like, it, can Carson Wentz make a trade more viable? Is uh, like the contract itself won't change, but the one thing that he can do is change. Is it, he doesn't even uh, he he can agree to change the date on that 
uh, roster bonus from mm-hmm. the third day of the league year, he could push that back to give uh, the Eagles and a, a trade partner a little bit ex- of extra time to, um, you know, figure out a deal. It's a good point. Yeah, if he wants to leave, he can do, you know, there are things he can do to help the process to make it easier for him to leave. That that date is the biggest one. I mean, if you only have, a you know, a couple days at the start of the league year to trade him, that's different than giving yourself, what would it be, like a six, seven-week window, right, from the start of the league year to the draft to make a trade. I mean, because then, I mean, it might... Then teams who are like, you know, eighth in the draft order will have a better sense right. of if they're going to even be able to get a quarterback themselves, something like that. Yeah, I think it would probably still be more likely that you're doing something at the beginning of that yes. period because if there are teams who want a veteran quarterback, then they're going to, you know, if they're not getting Carson if Wentz. If you love Carson Wentz, you love him. Well, you know, yes, early. so I, will, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you this, and I, I don't want to take over the hosting duties. That's 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 Please role. But if, 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 if I can ask you to allocate turkeys to which of these three outcomes oh my you gosh. think is, What's going on here? <laughs> or I, I was going to say percentages, but, but, but like allocate turkeys to which of these three outcomes is most likely, which is – Carson Wentz is unfixable. Carson Wentz is fixable, but not here. You know, he needs a change of scenery. Or Carson Wentz is fixable here. Which of those three? I, I, I guess you can rank them or you can give them turkeys, however you want to do it. Okay, define fixable. Give me like a number. You know, he's the You, you get him back to, to 2018, 2019. Form. Okay. Maybe All not right. 2017. So, yeah, with but, this, right. with, but, but that, that includes a new staff, right? Just, to, just to, if, if, if yeah. you're Howie Roseman presuming Howie Roseman's here or Jeffrey Lurie, and you're saying like, A, can we fix Carson Wentz? B, I believe Carson Wentz can be fixed, but there's just too much damage here. It needs to happen elsewhere. Or C, Carson Wentz can't be fixed. Like, you know, how, uh, in whatever environment or, or infrastructure it takes for that to happen. I would say the most likely outcome is that he can return to those levels. It, 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 you know, we have such yes. recency bias. It doesn't feel that way right now, mm-hmm. right? You watched exactly. him play this year, and you're. And this is like a lot of the national narrative. This guy is terrible. He stinks. He can't complete a five-yard pass. He fumbles. He takes sacks. He doesn't see the field. But, like, there is a larger body of work here. Absolutely. And so, and so I think the most likely outcome is that he would return to a, let's say, between the 12th and 15th best quarterback in the NFL. I would say that that's the most likely uh, outcome for the remainder of his career. Um, And so can that happen here? Yeah, it it could happen here. I think Bo's point is right that I wouldn't trust it to happen with sort of the staff currently in place. I think you would have to make some significant changes. Uh, So I would say the, I don't know what the number would be, but I would say elsewhere, fixable would be first i would put that as maybe i don't know 65 yeah well it's hard because like are you are you saying that he's right. only fixable right. elsewhere or that yeah. he's just generally fixable like am i saying I think what's he is like generally likely fixable. scenarios yeah or yeah it's a little uh, different for like the evaluation versus the prediction of what's going to happen I think. But, it, but, um, but 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 i think like if 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 i am um, and I and I think I said this the other night. If I am just like evaluating the two of them from a you know ten thousand foot view, who is likely to have the better career from this point on? I think the answer is probably still Carson Wentz. So then but, it's so hard to move on from him. Then I know, but this is the this no, is the dynamic they've created, and here, and there's also you know there's also the the money involved and yes. uh, the overall 
arc of the the this the, the team like their, their window uh, go ahead but I, I think that's what you're gonna say Shield. well here well yeah here's why it, it here's why that doesn't necessarily dictate it being hard to move on because what is the difference okay so if the most likely outcome for Carson Wentz is between the 12th and 15th best quarterback I don't know if you guys would agree with that or not and Jalen Hurts, let's say, puts together a four-game sample where he looks like the 20th best quarterback. Well, now you're looking at that version of Hurts with upside to certainly, you could certainly say, you might not think his upside is a top five guy, but you could certainly put his upside as like a top 12 guy, plus whatever compensation you're getting Wentz, plus that you have Hurts on a rookie contract, uh, and plus that you're not paying uh, Carson Wentz beyond 2021. And so, like, it's, it's all those things. It's just like when we talked about the Wentz-Foles thing, right, from when they moved on from Foles. Like, it wasn't just Wentz or Foles at that time. It was Wentz or Foles plus what might have been Absolutely. two first-round picks. I mean, it's crazy to well, think about Well, that changes the now. equation, too, yeah. Right. So you have to take all those into account. But yeah. I, and so I, whatever the compensation is for Wentz. Sure. And the compensation is, is a different variable here. I just think, that, like, from a roster-building perspective – if you're moving on from a player whose most likely outcome is being between the 12th and 15th best quarterback in the league, and he's already under contract and moving on from him will make you eat 30 plus million dollars, then uh, you need to like you need to be convinced of the alternative. You you can't be uh, what Shield was describing with the Drew Locke situation. Well, we're intrigued. So let's move on from Carson because we're intrigued from Hurts. No, you need to say, like, like your answer to that question needs to be, Jalen Hurts has a better chance of being uh, a, a top-level quarterback than Carson Wentz. Otherwise, everything you did for five years is, yeah. like, is, just, is just moot at this point, right? And I understand the concept well, of the cost. But I, I, I also recognize that if he can be fixed and he's under contract— the cleanest thing to do is figure out a way to fix them. Well, just as you are chasing the better upside by moving on from Carson Wentz, you're also protecting against a much lower downside. And I think like the $30 million of dead cap is painful. Yeah. But you're also getting out of guaranteed money for 2021. Sure. So what happens if Wentz comes back is just as bad um, or or loses the job, and then you, you're paying not only his money this year, but you've also committed to paying $15 million and then taking on a more of a cap hit if you cut him that offseason or trade him. So uh, I think that's a dynamic as well. And it is, like you talk about the last five years, it is insane to think about, like, I don't know, six months ago that we are now in a position where this, this Eagles team doesn't have the franchise quarterback it thought it did. And I think back to... Um, you know, the the story of trading up for, for Carson Wentz and Howie Roseman's take. And what was so one of the things that was so interesting to me about it was it was not like the the plan was not set in place because they they loved Carson Wentz. They fell in love with Carson Wentz. Only Frank Wright Howie, did. Well, no, but it was yeah, but the plan was set in place because Howie Roseman yeah. committed to we need to find a franchise yeah. quarterback. And so it, like there was less evaluation of the players at first, and it was just we need a quarterback. Yes, absolutely. And so now it's like well, maybe we didn't get him, and now we, we got to find a quarterback again. It's crazy. Well, the thing you know, I, I loved in your story was was that that anecdote when they said like everyone had like a little reservation, you know, the small school reservation or this right. reservation, except Frank Reich, who was like one hundred percent on board. Yeah. 
Well, I, I will say this about the state of quarterbacking in the NFL, and I think we've talked about this mm. before, but so the way I look at it now, and I'm trying to think of a, a good way to write a column uh, on this, but the way I look at it now is that if you can find a Patrick Mahomes, a Russell Wilson, you can probably throw some other guys in that category. Mm-hmm. Basically, the quarterback who, regardless of how terrible the coaching is, how mm-hmm. terrible the uh, offensive line is, how injured yeah. the wide receivers are, like your floor is going to be maybe eight, nine wins. Like you're probably going to get into the playoffs almost every year just because that quarterback yeah. is so good. I mean, you could throw Patrick Mahomes on any team in the NFL, and that team would probably make the playoffs this year. And so, the I would love should... to see him on the Jets with Adam Gase. That would be very <laughs> well, interesting. Oh, my God. He would just hand it to Frank Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Gase would be gone in five, <laughs> five minutes. He would have the ownership. Gase, Gase wouldn't even, like, step in his office. He wouldn't make it through the first day. That would be amazing. But So, so obviously, you always want to look for that guy. That's the path to sustained success. That's the, the NFL dream. However, I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, if you didn't have that guy, you were always looking for that guy. And if you didn't have that guy, you just felt screwed. We have no chance. Every year it's Peyton Manning, it's Tom Brady, it's Ben Roethlisberger. No one else gets in there. I don't think it's like that anymore. And we've talked about this next tier is widening. And, and two years ago, Jared Goff got his team to a Super Bowl. Last year, Jimmy Garoppolo Mm -hmm. was in the Super Bowl. This year, the most efficient offense in the NFL is led by Ryan Tannehill. Mm -hmm. And so now there is like, I I feel like the math is different at quarterback now, where if, you know, you can find a guy in that middle tier, hopefully you're not paying him as much as those teams are paying those guys. You can maybe find a great play caller. You can maybe uh, have the scheme help him out more. Maybe you have a great supporting cast. Maybe you have a great offensive line. There are different ways to get there now. And so that to me makes me more inclined to say, go ahead and trade Wentz because I don't know how valuable having the 14th best quarterback in the NFL really is at that price. And I don't know how irreplaceable that is. I I mean, you know, I think you can like you can swap some of these guys on teams who have a similar skill set, like even Sam Darnold. What, What if Sam Darnold were on the Rams this year? Do you think that yeah. their do you think their record would be drastically different? I think they'd be the exact same. They'd probably yeah. be the same. He might be better than Jared Goff. I mean, yeah. really, we don't know. We this time next year, we, everyone might be talking about how much better Sam Darnold is than those other middle tier guys. And like, there's so many of these guys finding competence. I remember even the first time like Nick Foles uh, played under Andy Reid, and it was like, oh my gosh, they found a guy who might be competent yeah. at that point in the draft. Like, that's a home run. That's a miracle. It was worth something. I don't think it's worth as much anymore. And so that's why if I were the organization, because it doesn't have to be Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz. I mean, really, it could be Jalen Hurts and then maybe next year. For a season, yeah. Yeah, maybe next year you draft somebody. Maybe this year in the fourth round, Mm -hmm. there's somebody who you like and it's like the same situation and you say lottery ticket, quarterback factory, Howie makes a joke that I'm not going to say quarterback and they draft another quarterback. (laughs) That could happen. I mean, maybe That was good. That's exactly what he would do. (laughs) That is what he would do. (laughs) Uh, My words have gotten me in trouble before, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you add a veteran, you know, like like who for for a very low cost. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe you add somebody like that and all of a sudden, like, you had a good draft and your younger players are really stepping up. Maybe you have a new coach and his scheme is amazing and like that. So there are different ways to do it. And that's why I'm becoming more and more convinced that the move is going to be to try to trade Carson Wentz. I don't have a good sense. I don't really have an opinion necessarily on 
whether that is just like this moment in time or in, in terms of like the state of quarterback play or if, or if something has fundamentally changed to where that is the case now. Yeah, I don't have a great answer for that. I, I would lean towards it feels like things have fundamentally changed. I mean, all the football guys talk about yeah. how the quarterbacks are doing the seven-on-seven seven, you know, stuff around the year, and they're getting so many more reps at just throwing the ball by the time they're in college. And then, and then the college influence on the NFL, and so it's easier to get a guy to just come in and incorporate uh, those concepts into the NFL to help him out with some of that stuff. So it, it feels like it, it's here to last, but you're right. I mean, in three years we could be saying, oh, my gosh, it's been, uh, you know, Mahomes and Herbert and one other guy in the, right. in the championship games every year, and you got to get one of those mm-hmm. guys at any cost. So uh, that is possible. Uh, the other thing, and maybe this ties in a little bit to um, your thoughts on watching the Squall 22 Shield, but um, I, you, you said it just now, and it is like the decision is absolutely linked to what they're going to do with the head coach because, I mean, I, Doug Peterson, I think, of the, of the, of the three tent poles, the GM, the head coach, and the quarterback, I think I would probably make the case that Doug Peterson is the best of those three relative to the rest of the league, but... At the same time, the scheme this year has been so bad, and I don't know what the answers, and I don't think they have a good answer to that, and that is what he is ultimately responsible for. And so we've talked about you don't think you could bring Peterson back with Wentz as like the as the duo, and if you're going to move forward with Jalen Hurts, like is Doug Peterson the guy who's going to design that offense? It's tough. I think like I think they may have. I think it might be in the situation now where Doug is a is a very good head coach, a great motivator, but you've got to sort of move on or you're completely stripping him of like the offensive scheme design and and I don't think that's something that that he would be interested in. Sorry, somebody pointed out that I had the wrong background on my uh hmm. thing and they're right. So it's let me move viewer. To the, uh, yeah. Move to move to the Cowboys here. Uh, I would agree with that. I this was one of my big takeaways really from the all 22 is like I don't think they figured much out offensively. You know, I just think Jalen Hurts has played better. Like, if you look at the a lot of these key plays, let me see here. I wrote them down somewhere. Okay, like the Quez Watkins screen. I mean, right. you know, th- that's a player making a play. That's just a great a mistake, play. Yeah. Uh, the forty-two yard completion to Zach Ertz. That's a second reaction play. Jalen Hurts breaks the pocket. Zach Ertz, it's scramble drill rules. He moves towards the sideline. He gets open. That is nothing scheme related. Uh, there was a 32-yarder to Zach Ertz, which I wrote down a second reaction play. So I don't know. There were two to Ertz. I think one of them might have been a busted coverage, but I don't think anything, either of them, were something where you would say, wow, they really schemed it up there. Alshon Jeffrey, I mean, those go balls down the sideline, whether it was the one he caught or the pass interferences. I mean, that's like one-on-one, pick a matchup. They're throwing at Patrick Peterson all day again, and it worked in this game. But they didn't do anything. There was a third and short where I think it was a botched RPO. Remember, Jalen Hurts kind of uh, eluded the rusher and made a really nice play mm. and kind of just got, I think it was to Goddard. He got Goddard the ball there yeah. for a first down. You know, Hurts fumbles the ball mm-hmm. and found, finds Goddard near the sideline. Uh, the touchdown, the scramble for a touchdown. That, that's, a, yeah, that's a scramble. That's not a designed run. The Greg Ward touchdown, that was a second. That, Greg Ward, you're supposed to hit him, uh, you know, him going towards the sideline. That wasn't there. He comes back around. Nice play by Hurts. But, like, the idea that, you know, they've 
found something schematically or that they fixed things or why didn't they do things earlier? I mean, this scheme was not good at all in this game. This, this was players using their natural abilities to make plays. So uh, it is a question, question of do you, if you stick with Hurts and move on from Wentz. Now, Peterson, like you said, has a lot of other great qualities. And, uh, you know, the players play for him. There haven't been huge locker room issues, I would say. They've been motivated. They seem to like him. He, he treats them with respect, uh, all these different types of things. Uh, he obviously has built up goodwill with a Super Bowl victory, with three trips to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he's shown at times he can match wits with some of the most respected Coaches in, you know, Mike Zimmer, he took to woodshed. Take him to the woodshed? Is yeah. that I was going to say tool shed, but yeah, that didn't seem right. All right no, he that's took where Mike, Kirk Cousins resides. <laughs> Mike Zimmer, Wade Phillips, Bill Belichick. I mean, listen, that's still on his resume. I know it was a while ago, but those things are still on his resume. And so, um, you know, you can make the case that maybe you say, all right, Doug, you get to pick your staff this time, but let's see if we can – build around Hurts a little bit? I don't know. It's a tricky situation. Or he might just say, this is a great time for a clean break. We're moving on from Wentz. Let's find somebody else. Any thoughts, Zach? No, I, I think it's 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 like the conversation of the Eagles season. Yeah. And I I know it's not it's not good for for I was gonna say talk radio, but for like podcasting or like I, I don't have a strong take on it right now because I don't a I don't have enough information on on Jalen Hurts. I, I think I think that the offense has clearly been been better, and so I I think that speaks a to Hurts and b about Wentz maybe more so than it does Doug. Uh, but I I do think that there's an argument, and I, I wrote about this the other day that perhaps Carson was holding Doug back, and perhaps it's 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 been that way now for a few seasons. Uh, I just. You know these these last two games are important, and I I don't know if if and, and Bo and I talked about this in the uh, in the email exchange we had on the Athletic yesterday. If four games is a large enough sample size, but at least from where we're having the conversation now, if you said you can have twice as much information in two weeks, I'll gladly take that. I mean, if Jalen Hurts looks like this two weeks from now, then then uh, I think it's it's pretty clear that. That there's something here now. Is it? Are you falling for the Drew Lock thing, or is this the beginning? Uh, is this like the early? I don't want to say the early stages of Russell Wilson, but is this the early stages of someone who's who's going to be uh, a, a good, competent quarterback in the NFL? And and then the and then the one other thing I'll, I'll I'll add is is I don't if if you're committing to Hurts, I don't worry so much about eating the cap space for Wentz because it's money you're allocating to the position, right? So. So you're you're gonna have a quarterback that expensive, whether Wentz is on the roster or, or Wentz is not on the roster. So you factor in the compensation you can get back for for Wentz. But I agree. I I just think there's so much we still need to learn about Hurts. I don't think Drew Lock ever looked this good. I could be wrong about that. But he had one game against the Texans that have, had everybody fired up. Sounds crazy, one game, but we're talking about two games. Yeah. Sure, with Hurts. It's true. So, any other Squall Twenty Two thoughts, Shield? Uh, the screen game came yeah, back. Yeah, how about that? How, yeah, how about that? Looked good. That 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 was a surprise, but nice to uh, nice to see. I would say Hertz's chemistry with the wide receivers really stands out. I mean, they don't have to be open for him to throw them the football. If you look at a lot of these throws, they're covered up there, and he kind of just gives them a shot. 
And again, we're not seeing all these clips after a game of, oh, you know, the wide receiver red zone and the quarterback red man, and they weren't on the same page. And Hertz has gotten limited reps. So, I mean, I don't know. That, that certainly uh, tells me something. It was nice to see him rebound. I mean, they got off to such a bad start in that game. It wasn't like they led from start to finish, which, which you guys talked about after the game. They had to come back. So that was certainly, uh, certainly nice to see there. Uh, Jalen Rager, I like lots of ups and downs with him. I mean, he had the play where he blew right past Patrick Peterson on the post and, uh, uh, Hertz kind of underthrew him there, had some pressure in his face. That was probably Rager's best rep of the day. But then there was the other rep where he's getting pressed by Patrick Peterson. Doesn't separate at all. Is getting pushed towards the sideline falls down. Like, I don't know. I thought I thought he was more of like like a tougher guy who would be pushing the defensive backs around. And so I would like to see a little bit more of that toughness and uh, physicality from his play for sure. And there's definitely times where he doesn't get off press, where he doesn't separate. The ironic thing here could be, I wonder if he would be better suited for a role in the slot because where you're not getting pressed as much, and this is ironic, of course, because right. in comparison to Justin Jefferson. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think that that's, uh, that's crazy. I kind of just sped through the uh, defense, to be honest. But, uh, you know, listen, all those hours of Michael Jaquette talk, and here we are. True. The guy's guy sh- showing some juice. So uh, that's, a, I guess, a mea culpa on that. I, I, got to, I got to ask him about his long arms today. And? Uh, he said, I said, like, do, does it ever come up, come up like where you notice that you've got this like long wingspan, these super long arms? And he said, only when I'm playing ball. But people have told me that for a long time, but I don't really notice it myself in my everyday life. I'm just at home chilling. Hmm. He can get stuff out yeah. of shelves okay. better. Yeah, yeah, so he's not like here. Like, just oh, wow, I can't believe I can reach this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I would say one of the more under one of the plays I enjoy in football the most is the when they're in like a cover two and the underneath defender like Jaquette's like in the flat, but he sinks back with those long arms and puts his hands up like he did on mm. that one play. And yeah, that was nice. Pack. That's a fun play. Yeah. And that's I all love that arms, every baby. time I see it. Yeah. All, yeah. Arms. all right. Now I have been I have been put in the cacao nibs in the smoothie. What a recommendation from Marissa. I mean. The crunch that it adds, the texture it adds to the smoothie is outstanding. I got this cacao powder in my shelf that it's not going to get any use now. Uh-oh. Oh, Marissa's we lost, out. We lost Marissa. I, all right. I didn't mean it, Marissa. <laughs> the cacao. <laughs> I'll use the cacao powder. Wow, that, that's mm. the first time that that's happened. Uh, that's this tough. is Zach, This is Zach is the host now. So he can <laughs> yeah, really, seriously. Uh, take it to us if we want. Uh, now, people do want to know if you guys have any airing of uh, grievances for this Festivus. Mm. They mentioned that my airing was basically my cookie, uh, my cookie complaint there. So that was my airing of the grievances. So if you have anything uh, to air, now would be the time. I'll mention something while you think about it. Christian okay, asked, Chris, uh, Christian asked uh, if uh, what are the Panthers' odds of winning, uh, beating Washington, right? Because w- what's we the scenario? Talk about this. Yeah, yeah, what's the scenario? Give me the scenario. It's basically it's basically if uh, Washington loses to Carolina, and Washington is, I believe, like a, a, a four point favorite, maybe even a little bit less than that. I'll look it up. Um, Assuming that the Giants also lose to the Ravens, which I think is a safe assumption. I think they're nine-point favorites. If that happens, the Eagles control their own destiny. If they win the last two games, Ooh. they're in the playoffs. Um, now, they will know, or they they would have known 
but they no longer will know by game time because that game was flexed to four o'clock to Washington. Yeah, you got uh, screwed there. You were loving that. The, the they're yeah, that's true. Thing. I should I should have known. I should have known they were gonna. I should have put in there that like when this, I saw this is not flexed, gonna last. I thought of you right away. I was like, uh, oh, Bo was really excited that they were mm, gonna know. That's okay. It's good. It's this makes for more of the like uh, you got to follow two screens at once storyline thing. Um, so yeah, so the Eagles, if Washington loses. They're going to basically have a chance to get into the playoffs just by finishing two and zero. And listen, I think you know whether it's uh, Dwayne Haskins or Dwayne Haskins gets benched, and it, like, is Kyle Allen still healthy? Is that who would be the starter? No, it will be uh, if it's not Alex Smith. He's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I thought Alex Smith was hurt too. Yeah, he is, but but like Kyle Allen's completely out. Oh, he's done, done. Yeah, That's he's right. done. Yeah. So they have nobody behind Dwayne Haskins. No, no, they had uh, they signed a practice. They have a practice squad quarterback, I believe. But I think yeah. they're he hoping by the name of Benny <laughs> Dinucci. No, <laughs> he's still there. We'll get to Benny Dinucci later on. Don't but you uh, but the the um the hope is 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 that maybe they can get. Uh, oh, okay. Here, yeah. the practice squad quarterback is uh, is Taylor Heineke, or, or maybe he's their third. Taylor stringer. Heineke, uh, Heineke. Uh, Heineke, old Dominion. The old Dominion guy, or maybe he's their third stringer. They they mm. they, they might have called him up, but he's the one they signed during the season. And then, uh, and so they're just gonna play Haskins strip club and all. You think so? I don't know. I mean, they don't have a lot of other options. Yeah, I mean, they are two and a half point favorites. Washington. Yeah, is I think eight. like I think Carolina's got a good chance to win that game. So do I. Yes, Carolina has been a competitive team for most of the year. They've, I think, lost uh, six games by one possession, which is second most in the NFL. They are a top 10 DVOA offense this year. They're the only team top 10 in offensive efficiency that is not in the playoffs. If you have any questions about how to build your uh, your your team or your franchise, that should tell you a lot there. So, yeah, I think it's very a very even matchup. I think they're definitely as good. Now, Washington's defense has been impressive uh, for really most of the year, including last week against Seattle. But uh, Carolina does some nice things to negate a pass rush. They'll get the ball out quickly, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, I think they've got a very good Maybe shot. the Panthers lay down to get Ron Rivera into the playoffs. Possibility. Something to keep an eye on. But let's Maybe. just say this. If if the Eagles do make this 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 run, if, if these scenarios do occur, I Let's, think if Carol, I think if Carolina wins, I think the Eagles will make the playoffs. Yes, okay. Ah. So I think they will win, and, and I think there's a shot of that. But 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 let's hold off on the the like rallying. The, you know, you know, the, oh, sure. the nobody believed in us. This team, this team is is made for December. Those story, like they'd be a six win team that would be yeah. in the playoffs. Like that needs to be kept in perspective. So I'm I'm not a cynical person, and I I, I don't like intentionally seek out the negative but I, I i wouldn't be able to get behind that that storyline like the resilience of this year's team if if <laughs> i don't think anyone serious would would be touting that but i imagine that's going to be something they'll tell right yeah, yeah that's so, true you know and, and like you guys all wrote us off well you, you, like like you went six nine and one you're still on. six nine you know, and one, yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah Anyways, Sheila, you look like you've got something to get off your chest. No, I don't. The the oh, okay. the Ravens are now eleven point favorites, though. So okay, and they need right. that game, so that would be a huge upset. Is there anything we need to know about the Cowboys team? Obviously, a different team than the uh, last time we saw them. But uh, you know, Yawn. why yeah, waste no. why waste time? Yeah. We'll get it with the, we'll get to it with the forecasting if we need to say anything. Okay. So, Marissa, what do we uh, what do we decide here? 
mm. for no 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 not 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 my thing but uh oh. my uh, my zoom completely closed my internet went out and i was freaking yeah, out that this stream ended yeah. and i have no i like i have mm. no idea how the stream kept going it said zach is the host now oh really yeah oh but you're still able to. to no, to it said that, that before. Yeah, That's I never think Zach happened wanted to, me to get before, you out of there. And I was having, mm. I was after all that excitement earlier. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to get people Roman are gonna back. be yelling at me in the chat. Um, but yeah. So. Uh, so what do we think? What do we think for the adjudication of super forecasting as we prepare to head into things here? I, I, I mean, the chat, I say, the chat rules, I say Zach, and the chat says that. I'm not, I'm not losing my half a point. Okay. Zach can get a full okay. point. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, okay. <laughs> Zach, what do you think? I, I don't want anything given to me, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the half a point, right? Yeah. No. No. no, no. Uh, you, you should get a little extra juice. I think you get I think you get a half <laughs> point per you get a half point per brother. <laughs> oh, one and a half? I get one so, and a half points? Yeah, so three and a half, three and a half, two and a half uh, heading into one and a half. Wow, oh I'm, I'm texting my sisters <laughs> right now. Seriously. Seriously, get on here next week. All right, then we've got a full, a real interesting. This is fine check. because now if I lose, I have a built-in excuse yeah. that I can yell at you both about. I'm good yeah, just getting Zach the half wins, a point. If Zach wins, we can both. I'm good just getting the half yeah. a point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just a half. Okay. I. Okay, fine, but Zach, you, you did literally make everybody's holiday, so you have that. Yeah, hope, uh, you have that fantastic. in your back pocket. Like well, that's, they have that's, all that's their nice. those wins, but you've got that plus five turkeys. Uh, I'm, 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 your back so I'm grateful you, for my brothers. Bro. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, should we should we hit that banger? Not not mine. Just the super mm -hmm. sarcastic. Yeah. What is yours? And you'll have to find out. <laughs> Okay, was, so, so what, somebody, what somebody says Bo is really trumping it up right now. The chat already ruled. <laughs> That's a perfect analogy right. for. Uh, for uh, it's, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna storm off. <laughs> yes, this is awful. Yeah, seriously. Uh, okay, I have. If, if, uh, five if he left loses, over. he's gonna say it's 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 not a valid. Yeah, it's not a valid. A, a valid vote. I mean, it won't be. Uh, I have five turkeys left over, so I have 29. Zach also has. Five turkeys left over, so he has 29. Shiel has 24, uh, the standard. So uh, we will bid on likely outcomes for this game. We've got three of your uh, suggestions from the chat queued up, mm -hmm. and away we go. Okay. We're going to start with a Cowboys player other than Andy Dalton attempts a pass. Ooh. One. Two. Oh, we should clarify that Bo has 29, Zach has 29, and Jill has 24. Three. Uh, three. Four. Five. Going once. Uh, So he could get hurt, right? There, yours. It's it's not all in, certainly possible. Somebody else attempts a pass in the box score. That's it. I'm, I'm sticking. This is very funny. I'm staying away from this one. So, Shield for five. 
Uh, Marissa, has have there been any changes to mine? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll do that one right. way later. But okay. we should just do. Okay, just fine. Do so we'll take another I, one yeah. from the chat. So Bo was more than two players attempt to pass in the game. So we're gonna get rid of that one, or keep it. Wait, what was yours? Mine was more than two players in the game. I was going to no, do both. You keep that. That's different. I was going to do it way at the very end. So yeah. it was like. Okay. Okay. But so is anyone beating mine is five? Ruined. I'm going to let you have it then. All right. Okay. So are we not doing that wow. one then? No, no. We can still okay. do it. Yeah, yeah. We can still do it. Okay. Well, now you guys know which one's coming. <laughs> I like that. Like the, you don't know what. You know, you don't know what's yeah. coming. I know. So it's like, but that one I wasn't sure. Yeah. Since they're pretty similar. similar, but I fi figured they could be a little different depending on your wording. Yeah. Because, it, you know, it could be both sides. Okay. An Eagles cornerback records an interception. No, for a purpose of a multi-positional players, it's at a point in the game when the lines up when he lines up on the outsider in the slot. Okay. So if it, I think we can be reasonable. Yes. We can be reasonable judges about this. Yeah. So if Jalen like Mills, if it's in dime and Jalen Mills is inside, that he's a safety. Yes. Exactly. Unless he has moved to corner. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. One. And, two. and just for note, there hasn't a single interception by a cornerback for the Eagles this season. That's wow. Correct. I remember the justification for Darius Slay was his ball. <laughs> he's he's going to get the ball, us the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two. I already said two. Uh, three. Four. Someone said when Marissa disappeared, she fell into her mug. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go five on the cornerback one. Oh. I'll go six. Sorry. You can have it. Yeah. Six? Sheil? No, thanks. Okay. I don't want to take away, you know, if Michael Jaquette has an interception, <laughs> I, I want to make sure you enjoy that. That would be Thank unfair you. of me. Wait, so, so Sheila ended up nice getting the last gift. one for five, correct? <laughs> for five, yeah. yeah. So he, he's at 19, I'm at 23. <laughs> All right. Doug Peterson declares Jalen Hurts the Week 17 starter in his post-game press conference. Oh, good one. <laughs> Unbelievable. What nonsense. <laughs> one. <laughs> Two. I'll go three. Now declare just means like he's asked the question and he's, it's obvious. He doesn't say he doesn't do what he's done the last two weeks, basically. Right. He says he says, yeah, he's gonna like, you know, yeah, he's gonna okay. start next week. Yeah. He doesn't come out and say He doesn't say, I Well, I'll, I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> I do just, declare, I do declare Jalen Hurts will be a be a be a be our starter next week. If he if he starts out his press conference like that, that would be the best moment of the season. All right, what are we at? You said three? I have three, yeah. Four. I mean, he has to actually be asked the question. That's what's got to be. That's, yeah, but he's so, going to. I mean, yeah. listen, I'll jump on this Zoom if I have to. <laughs> I'll Doug, go five. do you declare? <laughs> Everyone's like, why did Shield show up for this game? <laughs> I just rip off the first question. Uh, I'll go six. Mm. Do I hear seven? 
I'm gonna let you have it at six from my perspective. It's up to okay. Zach. I'm no Zach. I I don't think he's gonna answer it. So wow. Okay. All right. So that's Shield a good one. Down to thirteen turkey. I'm gonna send a note to uh, PR after this. <laughs> tell them yeah. you know it's been really weird. It just a little like off the record advice. I mean, if he gets asked, just go ahead and say it. Okay. The reason I think, sorry, the reason I think he could is because like the questions that were like, is this your decision? Kind of, you know, he was mm. getting kind of pantsed a little bit uh, this week. So maybe he'll say, hey, listen, I got my big boy underoos on. I can tell you who the quarterback's going to be. I, yeah, like, I, he'll, he'll say like, I think it's fair to say that he's going to yeah. start next week. Something I mean, like that. Yeah, but that yeah, counts. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the possibility of this occurring is that, like if he – Talks to Carson on Saturday night and, and being like, "Look, if if Jalen stays healthy, we're gonna go with him in Week 17." Or if Hurts throws for like you know 400 and they win like 45 to yeah, what's seven he gonna do? Something. I think Doug I is talk to Carson first. Yeah, I think Doug's very like particular about communicating it to the parties involved first. Okay. 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 Hurts outrushes Zeke. Hmm. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Ooh, that's a big number. Now, <laughs> Zeke was uh, – what's Zeke's uh, game status right now? He didn't play that's last true. week. That's true. I don't I – don't, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he's supposed to I think to he's return. supposed to play this week, that, but yeah, though. he did not play last and Tony, week. Oh, so this could be a big yeah, one. Yeah, and Tony Pollard looked good in his – so – I mean, Pollard is better than Zeke right now. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's like it. a Wentz hurt situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except entirely foreseeable. Uh, I'll, I'll, you're so you're at eight right now. I'm at eight. Um. And how many more left I'll do we go, have here? I'll go nine. I'll go nine. All right. Well, then mm. I'm definitely out. So. Ten. Ooh. Do I hear 11? I like that one. How high can I drive this price up for Bo? Mm. He clearly wants it. He has some inside info that Zeke isn't going to play in this game. You only have two turkeys left. Ooh, that Cowboys defense is bad. You can get lots of opportunities. <laughs> uh, they they want to make sure Mike Nolan but gets fired. I think fired. he did They're practice. Be... Um, I don't mm. know Eagles, if that was yesterday or today. Eagles defense is good against running backs. You know, you didn't tell me who's going to run for more Dalton or Hurts. What did Bo go to? Ten. I'm at ten. I'm ten. at ten. Yeah. All right, I'll go. I'll go eleven. Wow. <laughs> that would leave you with two no turkeys it. left. N- no risk it, no biscuit. Going once. <laughs> I'll do twelve. Ooh. Okay. I'll give it to you for twelve. Okay. okay. All right, I felt good about that. All right. Yeah. Up a little bit. That was good. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna keep the bidding going with. Wow. So I. Okay. okay. You go. I've got 11, Shields got 13, Zach's got all 29. <laughs> Same as it ever was. Okay. I just mentioned it. And he needs to win the final two weeks. He cannot. You he, just he, mentioned Andy Dalton. Outright wins. Hurts with a better QBR than Dalton. Ooh. Well, I'm now, glad we, I... we, mean, we mean passer rating or no, that's how the Q- QBR. ESPN, ESPN QBR. QBR. That, that's how yeah, the you question can look up was... one week QBR. Okay. That's how the question was written from the chat. So One was QBR. It it literally says hurts okay. with a better that, QBR than Dalton. That's important because it uh, includes running and it mm-hmm. includes sacks and it includes fumbles. So it's not just uh, okay. I believe so. so according it's not to just ESPN's passing. 
box scores. Yep. They have know. a thing yeah. you can just look. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. okay. That's All right. I'll go two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Eleven. Ten. Ooh. Twelve. If you if you have thirteen, Sheila can't bid, Zach. That's what I know. I'm, I'm looking want. here. Hold on a second. <laughs> looking at so hers is QBR last week was sixty point eight. Um, oh, it was. <laughs> wait, I, 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 I keep pull the oh, trigger, man. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> no, no, thirteen. You have to. Say. Oh, thirteen. Thirteen. All right, you got oh. it for thirteen. Okay. That's a good one. That's like yeah. a, I would say like a six, you know, seventy that, percent that, chance. That's of that why I something. like these because you don't know they could be crap at the end. Yeah, or they yeah. Could be that's that, that's as good. That's that's as good of a uh, super sarcastic as you're as you're gonna find. All right, yeah. I don't know. This one might top it. The broadcast Ooh. shows Jerry Jones either eating something or sipping on a drink. Note: the camera has to be on him in while in the act of eating or drinking. Just having food or a beverage does not qualify. <laughs> if there's a gray area, Marissa will be the judge. You're oh, welcome. Yeah. Poor Marissa has to watch the whole game now. One. <laughs> Two. Three. Going once. Going twice. Sold for three. Bargain. Wow. Zach. Popcorn Jerry. Mm. Okay, so Zach is down to 13. 13. Shields at 13. I'm at 11. Okay. We're halfway and through. Close. Oh, only halfway through. Wow. Okay. Okay. Miles Sanders is the leading rusher on both teams. One. Two. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Do I hear seven? Seven. Seven. Eight. Woo. Nine. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> um. So good. Every time. Ah, <laughs> uh, ten. Wow. What are the rest of the questions going to be? I like 11. It. Whoa. I'm out. And I like this one. I submitted it and I liked it, but I'm, I, I want a little more. Uh, all right. I so diversify it. Yeah. No, it's yours. For 10, uh, correct? 11. 11. He got it for. So he's got two left. Okay. Sorry. I'm like trying to read the chat too while we do this. <laughs> Very distracting. Okay. Jalen Rager has more receiving yards than CeeDee Lamb. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Do I hear eight? You can have it. Okay. Making his his return to his uh, his Dallas area home, very good mm. story. These are these are uh, a, like across the board a touch likelier this week. I feel like I think that's as, true. As okay, so props. Bo, you have eleven left. Sheil has two. Zach has six. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hertz has over 
I'm going to read this exactly how it's submitted. Hertz over 300 total yards. Oh, I should have waited. Okay, I should have saved totally for this hurts. one. Jeez. That's the problem with this. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. Two. Three. <laughs> Four. Five. Do I take it? Yeah, I'll take it with six. Right. Yeah, I'm at my limit. Damn, I should What happens what's, if what's the... the uh... Well, we would, that wouldn't happen. Never mind. What's the setup right, right now? I've got five. Zach has six. You have two, and there are three questions yeah, left. Yeah, this is okay. like the closest we've ever gotten to. Okay. Mm. Michael Jaquette has an interception or a forced fumble. One. I already have the cornerback interception one, so I'll stay out of. Uh... No, I oh, have, have the cornerback interception. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You do. <laughs> I wrote down what I bid on, ta- not, not what I got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's been the problem the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a, t- I'll take a two. Do I hear three? I mean, I'm getting a point if he has an interception in any way. Double up. No the, faith the, the, in your boy. This is Ooh. like this is like stacking in NBFS. I should have bid two because then I could have outbid you for the next one. That was a bad job by me. Mm, sorry, theory. Michael. He he doesn't believe. Yeah, in no, it's like having the quarterback not. receiver combination in daily fantasy. That's true. What do they call that? Stacking. The, uh, right. Stacking. Is that it? I don't know. I'll go three. Oh. Okay. So, Bo, you have two left. Zach, you have six left. Sheil, you have two left. And we have two questions left. Okay. Either Alshon Jeffrey or Travis Fulgham leads the team in receiving yards. Two. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, three. Ooh. Okay. So now I, I'm in position that if Rager has a big game, I might get a point, and I have Alshon or or, or Fulgham. So, wait now. How how do we do? How do we do this final one? Because it, wait, how many does Zach have? He's, He's got, got three. three. Oh, oh, okay. So it's hit, and you have two with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, right. Zach so, game theory, do you guys? If if he unless wants Zach it, unless he wants to hold yeah. off, he might have a number he wants True. to hit. Okay. okay. If you guys are paying attention, so, and remember, more than two players attempt to pass yeah. in the game. Two, three. All right, Zach, you used all your turkeys. It's it's uh it's winter like a mom who's it's winter go proud of her son for eating his dinner. Yeah, it's winter go home right now, right? This is this is what you save them for. Yep, and you killed it this past week, so I got lucky. Yeah, this is a big run for you, Zach. We'll see. Uh, You, I will uh, recap. You've got five irons in the fire. Jalen hurts. Has a better QBR than Andy Dalton. That sounds like a very good one. Jerry Jones is seen on camera eating or drinking in the midst of it. Uh, Jalen Rager has more receiving yards than CeeDee Lamb. Alshon Jeffrey or Travis Fulgham leads the Eagles in receiving. And there are more than two players who throw a pass in the game. Sheil has uh, someone other than Andy Dalton throws a pass for the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts is named the Week 17 starter by Doug Peterson in the post-game press conference, and Miles Sanders is the leading rusher in the game, and he has two turkeys left over. 
I have a cornerback for the Eagles makes an interception. Uh, Michael Jaquette has an interception or a forced fumble. Jalen Hurts has more rushing yards than Ezekiel Elliott. And Jalen Hurts has at least 300 yards from scrimmage. Was it at least 300 or, th- or more than 300? It says over 300 total yards. Ooh, okay, so it's got to be 301. Yeah. All right. Should we get to Crystal Bald Eagle? Oh, we're still doing that? <laughs> yes, we do have to predict the game. Oh, okay. All right, I can go. I haven't really given this much thought. Uh, what did I say? They're favored by two, right? Um, you know, I think that that Cowboys team is Garbanzo Beans. Don't don't sell me on their defense improving. They faced uh, Nick Mullins' turnover machine, and uh, who did they face on the Bengals? Was it Brandon Allen? I can't even remember who started that game. But anyway, they've juiced their numbers a bit against terrible competition. Andy Dalton, the most boring quarterback in the NFL to watch. Uh, Mike Nolan giving them nothing. He's you know they've probably already given him his uh, sayonara papers for after 2020, and uh, Jalen Hurts has given this team some juice. So I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I'm trying to decide whether I think it's going to be a blowout or a close game. I guess I shouldn't uh, necessarily predict a blowout given the way this team has performed for much of the season, but I will, I think they're going to put up a lot of points. And so I will say they get over the 30 point mark. Let's say Eagles 31 Cowboys 24. So the over under here is 49 and a half. I, I, I always, I always respect that from you that you got, you got the over under handy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I always say about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I similarly, I similarly, I I similarly like, uh, the Eagles in this game. I mean, I, I, I think they're, they're playing with some juice. I like the way their defensive line is playing right now. Uh, I, I don't see that. No Josh Sweat though. No Josh Sweat, but, but they, I mean, they got two pro bowlers on that defensive line. Malik Jackson's playing at a high level. Javon uh, Hargrave's playing better. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think they're 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 showing some promise. Uh, I think Dallas will be able to move the ball on them. You know, I'm, I I don't think that secondary is playing that well. Uh, getting Slay will help, but I think this is going to be similar. I think this is going to be comparable to last week. I'm having trouble saying similar today. This is going to be comparable to last week. That you're <laughs> good job. You're going to need pivoting to a different. Yeah, word. You're, you're going to need uh, points to win this one. This isn't going to be like like one of those games when the Eagles played the Cowboys last time, where you can just skate by without many points. Uh, I am going Eagles thirty, uh, Cowboys twenty seven. Okay. Uh, so obviously uh, a long time has passed since uh, the last time the Eagles and Cowboys played. If you guys recall, that post-game pod, of course, was oh boy. you two uh, without me as I was in the hospital with Jane. But uh, a different quarterback for the Cowboys in this game. And I was really hoping that there was a chance we'd get to see Benny DiNucci in action again. Uh, but I do have it on authority, and I can share with you guys uh, that Benny DiNucci will not be in attendance on Sunday, he has a different job. <laughs> don't get fired, please, Bo. Right, right before the new year, thank, don't get fired. Thank you. Yeah, really. Marissa, you can hit the music. I'm a little nervous oh, now because he told me I'm not allowed to listen to this, so I'm dropping oh, this completely cold. Oh, oh Marissa! Wait, so you're getting you're gonna get Marissa fired? Marissa, you're so a producer good at your who doesn't job, listen Marissa. to 
Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. Cover your ears. Hey, chingity ching, maron maron, it's Dinucci the QB. Chingity ching, maron maron, the Italian Christmas QB. La la la, la 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dinucci. The cutest little QB, you never see him flee. When Santa visits his paisans with Dinucci, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Oh, jingity ching, maron, maron, it's Dinucci the QB. Jingity ching, maron, maron, the Italian Christmas QB. La la la, la 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 la. La 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 Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the mayor's derby on top of Dinucci's head. A pair of shoes for Louis and some weights for Austin Flynn. The label on the outside says I made him Brooklyn. Oh, jingity ching, maron, maron, it's Dinucci the QB. Jingity ching, maron, maron, the Italian Christmas QB. La la la, la 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 la. La 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 Children sing and clap their hands and Dinucci starts to dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Gumales and Gubadas do the dance a tell and tell. When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings a chicharello. Chingity ching, maron, maron, it's Dinucci the QB. Chingity ching, maron, maron, the Italian Christmas QB. La la la, la 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 la. La 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 Well, it's been a nice run, Bo. I hope you enjoyed your uh, four years at the Athletic. <laughs> you accomplished a lot. You brought in a lot of subscribers podcast audience and uh, good luck to you and whatever's what's whatever's next you're an outstanding writer you're an outstanding podcast host you're a great friend i just uh i want hr to know that i had not i want human resources to know i had nothing to do with that <laughs> that was incredible uh eagles 30 <laughs> cowboys uh 26 Some people thought you were going Dwayne Haskins there, Bo. When you started, uh... <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that, that part was not part of the plan. That was tough. I didn't just know what was to going the, on. The Balotelli underneath, but uh, you know, live, live, uh, live audience. That's Does what Rachel happens. know that there... you recorded something like that? Yeah. When, what were the mechanics behind this? He I mean, edited really, that baby, all himself. Baby, there's no editing. Home, I just that was one take. Kids, so you had and... you play the music? You didn't add the music after. Uh, no, no, I just play. Well, because I've got the two the two computers. I played the uh, oh. the instrumental. And you sang <laughs> while I sang, oh. quote unquote, sang. 
Uh, Rachel was uh, not not a part of the process. I think uh, we were playing Dominic the Donkey last night in the bath for Casey. And uh, I said, wait a second. Danucci the QB. Now I've got no choice. Once 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 the uh, the idea was in my head, I had no choice but to see it through. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is, I mean, technically an Eagles podcast, but uh, what a show today <laughs> on the holiday, uh, how a day extravagant. Thank you to our listeners for uh, an hour forty for bearing with us for an hour and forty five minutes. Oh my god, that's longer than a movie. <laughs> Thank you to Marissa. <laughs> I love Not this. My stomach is like hurting from laughing so hard. So <laughs> this is great. This is a great way to go into the holiday weekend for sure. Uh, oh, Shield, do you, do you need to give away a sandwich? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> After that, in the, in the two hour mark. All right, Marissa, give me a uh, <sighs> give me a number. Also, whoever we called out in the last one, they have not uh, claimed their gift card yet and so uh, i don't know who that was but if you're not sure you got to listen to last friday's episode mm. and uh you got to get us your information by next friday or we will give it to somebody else all right what do you got Marissa? all right let's go 25 for christmas 25 oh man all right one <laughs> two i like to pick a number with a meaning <laughs> 12 13 14 15 16 17 20, 21, 22, 23. All right. Har Heel. Har Heel, congratulations. You have won the Pastaficios gift card. Email Birds with Friends Podcast at gmail.com with your information. We will get that to you. Uh, the subject line says Hertz and Fulgum, and the comment says 111 total yards. A lot of people, Bo, commented on that. I don't know if you picked a winner for that yet. Oh, yeah, I got to look at that, yeah. Okay, we can do that for next week. But Har Heel, Birds with Friends, podcast at gmail.com. And uh, get those get those reviews in, and we'll pick another one next week. I want everybody to uh, leave at least one review per Berman that <laughs> appeared on this episode. I think that's only a, a, only a fair request. So uh, I guess that will do it for uh, this episode. Thank you to everybody for watching, for listening. Thank you to Marissa for putting up with us. Thank you especially to the three Bermans and also to the uh, the other two Berman siblings who uh, I believe will be coming on next week. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Sheila and Zach. And for all of us at Birds with Friends, happy holidays. Thanks for listening. And as always, we love you.